You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Welcome to this week's Momentum. Tim and Des with you once again for the men's show by men for men at MomentumAustralia.org. It's our website. Love you to check out some details there and some resources there we've got as well online. In the meantime, let me introduce my host and co-host, Des. Uh, nice to be with you again. Hi. Yeah, it's great to be here. And just adding to Tim, if you wanted to donate to Momentum.com, you know, we are a not-for-profit. And so if you want to help us uh, run this ministry for men, uh, please go to the website. There's a donate button and uh, please feel free to facilitate yourself there. Uh, meanwhile, back to Tim. Yeah, thanks, Des. MomentumAustralia.org is the website. Again, you can make a donation there or uh, check out previous episodes of Momentum and get a feel for what the show is all about and what this ministry is all about. Now, last week we chatted with Pastor Mervyn Josiah from Kingdom City Church in Perth. He's been ministering uh, around the world for the last 30 years. He's pioneered and pastored churches right throughout India, Malaysia, Australia. He's a, a key part of the uh, core and leadership team at Kingdom City Church. But since 2008, he's focused on primarily recovery, restoration, and inner healing. Now, this is personally, but also with marriage, relationships, things like healing childhood brokenness and, and healing families as well. And one of the ways that he does this is through the Freedom Conference. And Mervyn joins us once again to talk a bit more about that, but the importance of some of the things that they touch on in the conference and, and hoping, really hoping this week that this is going to uh, ignite and bring awareness to perhaps part of your journey as you listen to this and go, ah, oh, that makes so much sense. Now I understand why this isn't happening or why this is happening. Mervyn, it's great to have you back in the studio. Thanks for joining us this week for Momentum. My, my pleasure. I'm, I'm so impressed with the work you guys do. I think there's such a need to, to speak to men. Uh, particularly men, to speak to men this season. And I think you guys mm. are just on it. Thank you so much for having me here. So, Mervyn, um, I, I'm going to start with my own story because I, I, I've been through the Freedom Conference. I did this back in 2012. And, you know, for me, I won't go into my version of what it was, but for me, it gave me insight into some of my backstory, the rejection from my mum, how I hadn't dealt with that and how that was affecting and impacting my now yeah. and the choices that I was making. Where did the conference come from? Where did the idea come from for you? Why, why did you come up with it? What was happening in your life or you'd seen happening in the lives of men around you that you went, you know what, we need some help here? As I became more and more involved with ministry, being a pastor of a church, I began to see a lot of people attending church doing all the churchy things, but they were not dealing with some inner issues and inner problems, and they didn't have any understanding mm. how to find that journey and process. Mm. And obviously I'd been through the journey that God had taught me. So that took me back to my Bible and journals and writing. And I began to write a whole process. And this is the key word God gave me. It said, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Mm. And my argument is yeah. then why are we not free? All right. right. Why we're still struggling with, with emotions, with toxic emotions, with addictions, with anger, um, with, with performance, uh, all these different things that men struggle. And obviously, this was more generic and included everyone, young people, women, and so on. Okay, God, why do people say, you say it is for freedom, we're set free. That means you want us to can remain in this freedom, this breakthrough place, hmm. but we're not finding that place. And that took me into a search, uh, reading researching, looking into it, and I began to recognize we need to bring a ministry that heals 
the core of who we are, or to heal the broken heart. To mm. use, you know, Luke chapter four verse eighteen says Jesus talks of an anointing to heal the broken heart, and the word heart is core. The word heart is the very persona of your being. That's which is in the middle of you, and the core is what holds you up. And if that core bro breaks and falls off, you actually can't live life. That is to the fullness, to happiness, um, have amazing relationships, minister to your children. Because there's something missing. There's a core that's missing. Mm. And Jesus came not only to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came to heal the core. I, I love what you said. You know, you're you're in church, and you're looking around, and you can see that we're doing all the. I think your phrase was doing the churchy things. Mm. <laughs> yes. And yet, <laughs> and yet, we're still we're still stuck. Like yeah. there's the people. Uh, let's refer to men, though. But maybe listening right now, you can totally relate to this. You're like, oh, that's me. I've been in church for 15 years. Yeah. And yet, I still feel like I'm struggling yeah. in blah 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 blah. Why do we continue to struggle even as a Christian? What is it about the journey then that we're we're missing? What what what's the missing piece? I think the perspective so often is uh, I'm a Christian, old things have gone away, new things have come, but has it gone away? Right. Is it really true? Has right. it gone? You know, you said the old is gone. Has it gone? How come you're still struggling with rejection? How come you're still struggling with anger? How can you still addicted to alcohol? How come you can't give up the sexual addictions? You know, you can hide it. But you can't give it up, right? All right, and and men are very good at hiding, aren't we? All right, we're very very good at hiding that brokenness and just show you a persona that we are. Hey, look here, I'm doing well, right? But internally, that's deteriorating, um, and and I think that's a flaw in our doctrine, in our belief systems. That I'm okay, I'm good because I've accepted Christ. I think in one dimension, yes, you have accepted Christ, you can enter the Father's presence. But the Holy Spirit, the spirit of sanctification, wants to work deeply in your heart. Mm. And day by day by day, he wants to heal your history, your background, the parenting issues, the abuse as a child, physical, sexual, psychological, even verbal abuse that has destroyed the boy in you. And how do we find that? So that was why I wrote that. We are Christians, but we're struggling. We need healing. Is it as simple as submitting that to Christ? Is it that straightforward, or is there more to it? No, I think I think it's a, a a perspective. I can think, oh, you know what? I'll just go to my church, go up to the front altar, kneel down, give my life, and I'll be good. Hmm. All right, we're we're trying to find shortcuts. All right, I'll be good. <laughs> But you see, it doesn't work. It doesn't work with money. You can't just go to the altar and, and God help me with my money. No, there is wisdom how to get wealth. Mm. And you have to learn the biblical wisdom and, and, and flow with that patterns and then the wealth comes to you. In the same way, you have to have wisdom. Just praying is not enough. You actually have to realize the Bible has many different ways and dynamics in which God releases an anointing that heals your broken heart and that's what the rest of it will talk about right all these different dimensions of restoration so just uh, i'm really interested because i've never heard of the freedom conference at all this is all brand new so when you're talking about you know struggling christians and how they can move from a place place of brokenness to restoration what is the process you go through to do that what, what can you talk about the steps that would lead me as a broken man to a man who's restored? 
I think the brokenness is in the soul dimension, all right? When you accept Christ, you're born again, you have a new spirit. Absolutely, I don't deny that. But the soul dimension, which is the emotions, which is the will, which is the thoughts, the mind, those things, you don't get a new mind when you accept Jesus Christ. So then you have to go back to what we call renewing of the mind. Mm. And that's where we have the faulty belief systems. Right. So ingrained in a in a dysfunctional childhood, so ingrained are certain belief systems. Even though you've given your heart to Christ, you haven't worked with these ingrained belief systems that are controlling your life. You don't know how Mm. to recognize them. You don't know how to break them. You don't know how to find new belief systems in who you are. So for me, in the encounter when God said, you're my son, it was a shift in belief system because Mm. my belief system all the time is nobody wanted me. I don't belong to anybody. I am my own person. Nobody cares. Nobody understands. Nobody loves me. Mm. Get up, Mervyn, deal with your issues and get on with life. But I couldn't do it. Mm. But that was my determination. That's the male attitude. I'm going to show you. You don't want me. You don't want me. I'll show you. I'll be more successful than you. But depression began to hit me because there's something empty in there. Until God began to say, your belief is wrong. I love you. I love you so much. I sent my only son to die on the cross for you. Mm. Now my belief, now my belief is God loves me so much, right. more than I can think. The belief system changed everything. It changed my moods. It changed my emotions. It changed my perspective. It changed my vision. One belief system shifts you. Okay. Awareness there obviously was a key for you. So let, let's talk about that because we can often operate unaware. And I think, I don't know the exact percentage, but I think it's something like 90% of what we do is subconscious, unconscious. It, you know, there's only 10% we're actually operating in, in our conscious thought. And so then how do we start to shift that? Let's talk about the belief systems here. If we're not, I suppose, aligning it with the Word of God or getting that revelation that you got, how do we know then that our belief systems might be faulty if it's all we've ever known? Very interesting, you're correct. 10% is the conscious mind, 90% is the unconscious. And the problems are in the unconscious. Right. All right? They, they, they're there and you never think about it. One of the things that... Um, the, the whole journey of what we call uh, freedom or this is freedom is we bring it back from the con- unconscious to the conscious. Mm. All right? You can do this. You can do this anytime you choose to. You can go, you know what? I'm going to work on this issue. And so I'm going to go back and think about it and just set my mind on what happened to me at that point. And you cannot renew a belief system while it's in the unconscious. You must bring it to the conscious. And you must talk about what happened, what you felt, your emotions, your thoughts, your memories, everything begins to surface. Now you can take time to reevaluate the belief systems Hmm. and bring the word of God and the promises of God to superimpose it upon what happened to you. That's how you change the belief system. What I'm loving about this, Des, is that I feel like there's some real keys here, Mervyn, that you're giving us to to actually that men can implement mm-hmm. here and, and start this journey of healing, which we're talking about. There's more on the other side of this break. We need to take a short break, but stay with us here at Momentum. Uh, our special guest is Mervyn Josiah, and there's a lot more to come on the other side of this break. In the meantime, feel free to give us your thoughts 
about Momentum, about the show. If you have questions, topics you'd like us to explore in the future, and of course, if you'd like to help fund Momentum and keep us on the air, you can do all of that online at MomentumAustralia.org. We'll be back after this short break. Momentum, helping men lift their game. Hi, we're back with Momentum, uh, broadcasting throughout the world. Uh, well, mainly Australia, but throughout the world. Uh, and we have with us today Pastor Mervyn, and we thank you for your time today. It's really cool. We enjoyed the first part of the session. For those who haven't heard the first part or the previous show, uh, and, and all our previous shows, they're on our uh, website, uh, MomentumAustralia.org. And you can donate to Momentum at that site too. Mervyn, I want to ask you a question, because there'll be men who have listened to the conversation so far, and their thought will be, this sounds very like self-help programs and clearly we understand it's not and we understand it's Holy Spirit led and God led and so I would love you to talk about that what makes the difference between Anthony Robbins you know self-help and the Freedom Conference. I think the key element is the anointing of God. So I go back, and these are key verses that have uh, guided me. And one of them is, of course, Luke chapter 4 and verse 18, where Jesus says, the Spirit of God is upon me. He goes, mm. the, uh, this, uh, the, the, there's this anointing to heal the broken heart. There's the anointing to set the prisoner free. This anointing to remove the blindness from your eyes, all right? The anointing to, to tear open the prison doors. What what interesting language. Jesus actually uses the book of Isaiah and says, this is now fulfilled in your midst. But the key word, he said, is the Spirit of God is upon me. And I think that's the difference between a self-help book uh, or even a workbook and courses that you can get uh, and what... Um, what I believe God wants to do to restore men. He brings the Holy Spirit's presence. Now, I think there's a second element here, secondary element, and that is men helping men. So I try to bring yes. them into groups. Now, sometimes it's therapy and it's face-to-face, one person talking to another, and there's a place for that. But other times it is a group of men working with each other who understand, who feel, who've been down that road, and they are building up. So that is also a very powerful part uh, in what we do. You know, the Bible says, uh, Jesus says, love God, love man, there you have it, all right? Mm. So I think we try to create that, that, that God's presence and people who are standing by and helping you. And when you have that anointing and that presence, suddenly the awareness uh, that the Holy Spirit brings and how quickly he can move through the seasons of your life and just come to, to one particular moment, thought, incident, and bring it up before you. Now, you would not have, you've forgotten it. It's pushed into your subconscious. You've forgotten it. And he just brings it right in front of you and goes, that's where it started. That's mm. the entry point. Mm. These are things no counsellor or help back, or help book, uh, self-help book can do for you. Right. Let's talk about the benefit of being in a group as opposed to doing a journey in yeah. isolation with, uh, <laughs> with a book, for example. Because, you know, all of us here are men and we, we all can attest to the fact that we probably love our man caves a little too much in certain seasons yeah. of our lives. We like to hide away and we like to push things down and being in a group can be confronting for a lot of men. But tell us about the benefit then that you have seen. I mean, Des and I have our own experience, but tell us about the, as a counselor that you've seen the benefit of men 
being brave enough to go, I'm going to step into a group. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be confronting. I'm going to share things with men that I've never shared before. But what is the benefit of that as opposed to picking up a book, reading it in isolation and doing a journey that way? I think the first and most powerful thing is you reconnect with people. The broken man, the dysfunctional man, the addicted man isolates himself. He has learned a pattern where he's going to take care of his life by himself. He doesn't need anybody. He's convinced he doesn't need anybody. Or maybe he's angry or he's hurt and he's made a decision, I don't need anybody. But everything God has designed is that through the relationship, my needs will be met. True, I I will be loved. I will be understood. I will be seen. I will be cared for, which are these deep dimensions that we need, but we pretend we don't need because we're angry, hurting, broken man, whatever be our story. So now we are now not only beginning to have the presence of God, but we're seeing the love of God manifest from another man. Hmm. If you go back to what I talked the week before, and we we lost that with our dad, the first man in our life. That was the story of last week. We lost that with our life. We did not know how to turn to another man and say, Dad, can you help me with this? Dad, I don't know what to yeah. do. Dad, mm. what do you think about this? Mm. And there was that guidance of a man who led his son and allowed his son to grow up with wisdom, with boundaries, with vision, with purpose. Imagine such a man and how he rises up. He's not only successful in his career because we know how to do that, he's also successful in his relationships because now he can talk to his wife, he can talk to his son, he can talk to his daughter, and he's he's aware. He can, he can read the room because dad taught him how to do. Mm. So really bringing back the man is recreating a family in Christ that is helping you regain what you lost. Wow. That's the most powerful thing. Yeah. That's really it's really cool. And you know, we talked a little bit before about the importance of you know having close friends, male friends that we can get alongside who who we are prepared to be open and honest with about where we are. You know, any advice we can give to men that help them you know, get alongside a good mate. Just get to a mate and say, hey, I need some help. I need you to, I need to talk to you about what's happening in my world. I'm breaking apart. I'm struggling with whatever it is. Talk about that and how men can get alongside other men. Absolutely. I think there is a need to do that. It can be very hard to do that because all your life you are a self-made man Mm -hmm. who doesn't talk emotion so you don't even have emotional words that's a true thing see the moment i have a safe friend safe is a key word the moment i have a safe friend safe meaning my friend is not going to put me down laugh at me dismiss me make me feel Mm -hmm. guilty or shame me he's going to listen and try to understand that is what men need to do. You need to find a mate, a friend, a group of men who go, I get it, I'm going through the same thing, let's talk. Mm. That's that safe group that brings this process. Yeah, we all have stuff we need to deal with to some degree mm. and just encourage you to go on that journey yeah. with somebody and start the healing journey. Mervin, there's been so much in the last two weeks that we've explored with you wow. and so many keys that you've given us. Thank you so much for your input. Thanks for having me here. And it's been a real mm. blessing having you on the show and I know that guys are going to get something from this. If you'd like to hear last week's show and this week's show again, you can do it. Momentum Australia 
momentumaustralia.org, momentumaustralia.org. And if you have questions, you have some uh, feedback about the show, and again, we are a not-for-profit show. If you'd like to make a contribution to keep Momentum on air, momentumaustralia.org is our website. My thanks again to my co-host, Des, Pastor Mervin, our special guest this week, and we look forward to having you back on Momentum next week. In the meantime, check out the website, momentumaustralia.org. For more information, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org.